Hey, Rodrigo. I mean that wrench. No, what, no, the other here? wrench. That's him. Easy. This guy? What is he doing? Oh, hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, hey, hey man. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, you know, just working on machine. What the fuck is he doing? Wrenching the fuck out of this thing. Yeah, what else do people do in Nevada for work? I mean, strippers famously, but, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, man, how's your podcast going? Oh, bro? yeah, man, the podcast is doing great. Yeah. It's called The Game. It's on at 7 p.m. Yeah, on Monday. Yeah, I've heard of it. Shit what? Out of it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's ours. What are you talking about? It's nothing. Uh, it's, you probably you had it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You probably... Where's Doc? Where's Merwin? Uh, Who's that? Don't worry about it, bro. Wait, They're wait. Michael, uh, Jeremy, don't steal our podcast. <laughs> you, you have never... no choice. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're going. Ah! Security, we have an issue on the casino floor. God damn it. Rodrigo, don't just stand there. Go get some help. Easy. I got him. I see him moving through the lobby. How is he so he's carrying all of his tools? I don't understand why he's... Jimmy, we're just trying to get Merwin, Jack, hang tight, guys. I'm going to get you out of here. That guy's right on us, dude. Fucking start. Yes! Okay, okay, Jeremy, Jeremy. Hold on, you man! Yeah! Ah, shit. Man, these guys are fucking crazy. Welcome to The Game, a tabletop show and podcast brought to you by Dungeon Studios. Because uh, we stole Jeremy. They wish. Uh. This is their best hope, is that us stealing their podcast. So we've, we, we're in, Jeremy. We're in a podcast, an actual podcast. We've stolen it. We've taken it for all of its entirety. Also, this is like a three-hour podcast, and we're going to do it in one. In Maybe one less. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're... Uh, definitely. There's no need for it to be so long. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so for today, Jeremy and I are here on the game, the podcast that talks about tabletop gaming and other things. This is a podcast produced by Dungeon Studios. Dungeon Studios, well, Dungeon yes. Dungeon Studios. We have stolen a podcast from Dungeon Studios. Yes, we stole it. And they're very upset about it. They, they they didn't want us to do it, but we did it anyway. You should listen to an episode. We were actually interviewed by them, and they were very upset that we stole their podcast. Yeah, they were very upset that we stole their podcast. Uncontrollably upset, <laughs> some people say. They, I think the quote was, the unmitigated gall of <laughs> the Michael and Jeremy. unmitigated gall. Yeah, so we stole this podcast, and we're going to do it now, and we're going to do it better, faster, stronger, and hornier. So, Jeremy, I just want to know from you right now, number one, I am Michael, Michael Riley. 
one of the hosts of Michael and Jeremy Still Your Podcast, also The Game. Jeremy, who are you? I'm Dr. Jeremy. Dr. Jeremy. <laughs> Dr. Jeremy uh, Rhinophorus. <laughs> Rhinophorus. <laughs> Dr. Jeremy Hypothesis. Dr. Jeremy Rhinophorus. Yes. Yes. And so you join me today, my co-host on this podcast, talking about tabletop gaming. And it's very exciting. Number one, I want to plug right now our Patreon. It's Majizipod. M-J-S-Y-P-O-D. Go to that. Guess what? Not enough people are doing it. We need your help. We're trying to steal these podcasts. We managed to get this one based on our current <laughs> are backing. We, are it was we, a, it are was we a, plugging our podcast at the beginning because they plug their podcast at the beginning? Yes. <laughs> Is that the format? Is that yes. what we're doing? All right. <laughs> so, buckle in, guys. <laughs> so you guys need to understand. You need to subscribe to our Patreon if you want us to steal more awesome podcasts, just like this one, The Game, which you should check out because they talk about great tabletop gaming. But again, we've stolen it. It's ours for this evening. Uh, Jeremy, some shit that I forgot from a previous episode. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I forgot nothing because I remember it's everything. Ridiculous. I, if it's not me, it's future Michael. And he comes in and remembers the things that need to be remembered. And we do that per episode. So, you know what, Jeremy? There's nothing. There's nothing that we forgot. We're always perfect. I think we should... Mike, what what, what got you into nerdum? What what got me into nerdum? Yeah, what Being was, alive? What? Yeah, but what was the... Fr- well, oh, this I is I mean, talk about what... Uh, like, like Your mom. What? My mom Your mom is a terrible nerd. I would say the first thing that uh, that I ever got nerdy about in general, period, was British British comedy, Monty Python. Monty Python. Yes, getting into Monty Python, Monty Python's Flying Circus, all their movies, um, all the things that they were doing. She was there when it was happening in real time. She was a kid, and she was watching Monty Python back in the early seventies, right as it's airing, and she is captivated by it. And so she would stay up late on her television and somehow manage to Sitting catch a glimpse of, her television. <laughs> of watching Monty Python's Flying Circus. You know, back in that day, there's like a few channels. There's like a few of them. There's yes. Very limited. And so she would find whatever way she could to watch Monty Python, and she fell in love with it. And because she did, I did, because it was, you know, a fun culture that she got to spread with me. When I was an early child, to experience the comedy that was and Monty getting, Python, getting the comedy, yes, understanding and, exactly. the comedy. Well, when you're a kid <laughs> and you're watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and they have the scene, and then the oral sex, yeah, <laughs> you have no idea what that is, but you're like, oh, it seems funny. <laughs> ah, everyone else is laughing. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time about this, <laughs> you know. But there's, and then again, there's things that you don't need to understand in order to enjoy hey jeremy i want to know some hot takes that you have about tabletop games hot takes hot takes what are some Um, hot takes about some tabletop games so i'll start with a disclaimer um i love that people love tabletop games yeah i love it if anyone loves anything it's it's pretty cool it's like what we were talking about earlier uh, off the podcast. The cones of Dunshire. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's cool when people want to make something. Oh, right? yeah. So you embrace that. 
you might not be about what they're making, but you definitely want to go high five, keep doing it. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. So I, that's the way I feel about tabletop gaming is if you've got a group and everyone's down and you can work the schedule and it, 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 it's a good game that's going, then that's awesome. That's great. So we were on this podcast, and people have the opportunity to go listen to some of the stuff that we talked about. But in general, when it came to D&D, what would you say would be the fun part of D&D that you got to enjoy? Everyone who's at the D&D table is horny. Yes. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. When you're sitting across from the fucking lawful good barbarian, which is... Doesn't make any sense. Well, I have that. <laughs> and I told you the backstory behind it. Yes. And it made sense. Sure, it did. Well, it's great writing. That's, we'll put it that. But anyways, um, people are horny when they're playing a game like that. They're definitely, you're looking for a type of camaraderie that you're not getting yeah. somewhere else. And I think it's a great, so I was walking around a mall, right? It was a mall in Washington State. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was in the southwest of Washington. And the mall was like two or three normal stores, like a dollar store and like a whatever. And then there was three or four nerd stores. Define nerd store. Well, it's one of them was selling classic games. So you had like Game Boy Color games that they were selling and N64 consoles and games and stuff. And then they also had tables set up. With a bunch of like the loneliest people, <laughs> and I love that. Like I said, I will reiterate: I love tabletop games. I totally love it. Do it if you love it. Do it. But you do notice there's a certain type in a mall. We're talking about this is a mall, yeah. And there's three or four different stores where I saw this. You walk in and it smells like people are playing a tabletop game, right? You know, and uh, keep keep going at it, but. My nerdum kind of strays away from that. I do like it if I was to be in a group that wanted to do it. Like, here's our one or two week campaign. We'll meet up for three Saturdays and complete a story. That's cool for me. You know, yeah. let's let's do it, get it, move on to the next one, have fun, keep it light. But uh, I don't know, dude. I think nerdum for me, and and most pro- maybe most people who are into tabletop games is. It's television and books and comic books. Oh, in your in, in your mind with your friends. Well, I mean, you you sit down and you you're a Star Wars nerd. You're you're or telling you're, you're a Trek nerd, or you're uh you love Marvel comics, or well, you're a Batman, or you're a. <laughs> Where are the other drugs going? Here, <laughs> inside <laughs> of me, right? Here. <laughs> but yeah, I see what you're saying, and it you know it makes a lot immersing yourself into something with other people. Right, so you have a bunch of friends, and you're playing this game, and people are all on board, and then you get this opportunity to step outside yourself and do something in a situation that you would never be in. Well, uh, D&D is uniquely cool in the fact that, so the DM, like what you've written a story, you've written stories, you've got- I have, yes. You've got a very cool story, and- um. You, the DM gets to create this thing out of his imagination. And then when you're all sitting around playing together, all of your imaginations matter in how the story is shaped. Yes. So it's it's a very cool, creative thing to do 
if you've got a group of people that are into doing it. Right. It's a, it's one of the coolest. I had a lot of fun outside of the the sexual exploits of my D and D ride because I haven't played in in a few years. Yeah, but I have played many campaigns, and I just think I'm part of this group of people who had dabbled in it. And I think if you can find a group and really get together, and you all you know you understand we're here for like an hour. Yeah. Or whatever, and we're doing this story, and we're gonna play this story, and we're gonna have fun together. This tabletop can be awesome. Yeah. But nerdum, the ultimate nerdum, I think everyone has in common is it's a TV show, it's a comic book, it's something you loved something when you were a kid, like Monty Python. Yeah. Well, we liked Weird Al. Well, that's a nerdum in its own. Dude. Think think about nerds, right? Nerds, and I feel like that 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 term should be applied in more areas than it is. For example, like NFL nerd. Of course, like you're a ner- if you're into yes. football and you're like this like broy bro about football. And you're like, oh man, the Ravens, uh, blah blah blah. Oh man, so I, I have the a, Patriots. Oh, uh, they're not as good since they don't have Tom Brady anymore. So you I, know, I you're a, a football nerd. I have a brother. Like, that's a, right. I have. Am, a, I, am I right or wrong? Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely correct. I have a brother who is. He's not even a broy bro, dude. He's like a very jolly giant guy. <laughs> very kind. Just the big biggest smile you'll ever see. And he just knows where these football players went to high school and what college they went to That's and crazy. what their records are. And it is a nerdum in its own. Definitely and, sports can be a nerdy. And then you have car nerds. Of course. Oh, yeah. Car yeah. nerds. Oh, the- That's a big level of nerdum <laughs> about oh, cars. Look at his Honda. Look at it. He's got a Hemi in it. Uh, oh, if it was a fucking Ford, it'd be cool or whatever. <laughs> I'm and, a more of a Dodge man <laughs> yeah, because and- <laughs> the, the parts are more accepted. Isn't it, you know, I'm a Chevy guy. <laughs> isn't it funny? Like You'll meet people who are just diehard every company. Right, but they're they're nerds. Those are car nerds. And they know every spec. Like uh, I, have a, I have a buddy up in Washington where he'll just hear an engine and like the car will drive by real quick and he's like that's just a 1985 fucking uh," like he just knows (laughs) all the specs of everything of this (laughs) random car that drives by and he'll even be he's so passionate he'll be like oh that car makes me sick (laughs) I want to throw up I was like well I mean it looks kind of cool he's like chill the fuck out bro yeah he's like it looks cool if you're gay that's how how he talks oh god (laughs) he used much harsher words I cleaned it up but these but these these are all nerddoms like these are all things that like and and you have uh, classifications for how people decide to like put their interest in and you have like like things like football and cars but that's not things that people would consider nerd dumb but not, it is not in the classic set you no. think about the, but you the think high about, school bully from the 80s right is the jock or whatever yeah and he's got this muscle the, car yeah. he was just a car nerd beating well, up on a different type of nerd he was a car football nerd which yeah is, car football nerd we're kind of at a different point now right <laughs> we're at a different place where those those people actually get along now where that stereotype doesn't exist as much. Yeah, well, thank God. So, well, when I was in uh, when I was in school, I was doing like uh, theater and band and stuff, and I got teamed up. He was the quarterback of the football team for the Mustangs, and uh, we got put on a project together. And dude, we were one of the best creative teams in that room. 
And he wasn't that jockey dude from the 80s movies. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Future Michael. And I'm just here to provide some insight for this episode. Just real quick and real fun. So you're going to notice that there's a little bit of calamity happening in the background because Jeremy and I ignored an entire party that was happening around us to record this episode. <laughs> because we're such cool kids. <laughs> we didn't mingle with, uh, with people. Instead, we went into our studio and recorded this wonderful episode for your listening pleasure. That's it. Fuck you, Mike. Bye. So we were we had this project and we had to do a like a kind of like a parody uh-huh. of something, right? So he brought to the table because he had just watched with his, I believe, Leprechaun. His, no, with his girlfriend, he watched. Um, oh, what's the one where she forgets everything? It's, it, it was everyone's favorite love movie. They, she, love Actually. Though they're in the old folks' home and she can't remember anything. Oh, with Jack Black? No. The, that was Shallow Hal. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he couldn't even see how good he had it with that. I have no idea what you're talking about. It, uh, it's Notebook. N- the the oh, Notebook. The, the, notebook. Yeah, the Notebook, yes. That had come out and he had seen it. And so his suggestion was, and you know me, dude, like you throw a thing at me and I go, ha ha ha. I'm like, right. what can we do with it? He goes, what if it's Batman and the Joker? <laughs> and the Joker gets so injured in a thing that he gets amnesia and forgets who he is. And he's just in an old folks home and doesn't know who he is. And Batman realizes. So he threw the thing out and I I fleshed this out, right? I was like, mm-hmm. and then Batman realizes like Joker is so important to him. It's his other half. So he goes the yin to his yang and he goes and sees the Joker and tells him these stories. And then at the end, the Joker finds out that it was Batman in the stories with him the whole time. Oh, so he recounts all the tales and the Joker laughs all happy with the maniacal things and the stories. And he doesn't know it was him. (laughs) <laughs> that did it because it's the notebook. He's he's got uh, what, his dementia. He's got dementia. He's, he's what the Joker's is. got dementia. Yeah, the Joker has dementia, and Batman's like, but he's my. I only exist because the Joker. And we wrote this whole. We fleshed out this whole storyline. That's that pretty was, cool. It was supposed to be like a three minute, two three minute skit. Yeah. That we were supposed to write. But me and this fucking dude, he was the quarterback of the football team, <laughs> and it was just me. This is this nerdy kid. And we just like wrote out this thing, dude. We were like high fiving. It was it was hella cool, dude. They the the relationships are different nowadays, and even in our time, you know, we yeah th- that nerdy stuff became cool. I mean, Marvel Marvel made movie Disney. They made all those comic book movies for a reason, dude. Right. We were all starting to to come together. Yeah. There isn't that stereotype of the jock anymore. You know, you could be good at football and also think Batman's cool. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. So I see what you're saying. And then for me, I got into certain things just based on the fact that the the the, the niche was there, but nobody else knew. I wanted to play D&D, and I found out about it, and nobody knew how to play it. 
not one of my friends or family members or anybody knew how to play. So I had to learn how to play the entire game, and then I had to run it myself. So I wrote a full campaign that would last at least two years. And... It's so optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> so very, very optimistic. And so I wrote all these crazy things, and we, we d- I think we did like seven or eight sessions, seven or eight four-hour sessions that we had recorded, and like I think they maybe got through 5% of the storyline in that time. It's hard, dude. And it's... I had this epic, this giant epic story written. Well, when you throw a group of people into a fantasy scenario and they you tell them you can do whatever you want. Like, should I go on the path to the left? And then one person goes, "I'd like to see if there's a store in town." <laughs> right? And then exactly. You, just, you have to roll with that. You have to they're creating the world. Now as the DM, you have to go all right, well, the town looks like this, I guess. And this is the, you know, yep. and it's it's such a creative place to be when everyone involved is on board yeah. with being creative and doing voices and being a part of it. It's one of the coolest experiences. If you can do it, it's one of the coolest experiences for sure. Yeah. You know, take, take all the stuff you liked about playing a single-player RPG Yeah. and then throw a group of... Your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Or like new people too, like or new friends, like like-minded individuals, right into, into the mix, room. Yeah. and then and then and then try and come up with you know how the story's gonna go. It was it was a lot of fun, and I still have so much written that they haven't gotten through. I really do eventually want to see the story like come to a full circle fruition. Figure out how these people are gonna play this game because I worked so hard on it. And I don't know how they're going to navigate it, but I have all of them playing it beforehand. I just want to see how that story goes. I wonder how it works with coming out with, because Dungeon Studios, they're, they're creating modules, right, for the game. Yeah. Campaigns. They're yeah. Essentially, they're just campaigns. Yeah, stories that people can play that nobody has to write. <laughs> exactly. So I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how that works with, because I think it's amazing because of the little amount of time I played D&D, to imagine that that there could be a two-year campaign. Oh, yeah. Where there's even a group of people dedicated enough to do a game like that. Two full years. So I, I, I think it'd be cool to see your game play out. Yeah. It's an actual game that real people that are intense about it, that really I would love play. to play it, but the thing is, I want to play it with the people that originally started it. I and, think it and I have to get them together. It's It's my... Problem. You know what, Mike? I'll I'll voice NPCs for you. <laughs> I'll do NPC voices for you for your campaign. You, if it ever happens. You'd be the pedagogue. Sure. He, sounds he, gross. He sounds like Matt Berry. <laughs> he likes Hello. Me. I'm the pedagogue. Not the kind of pedagogue you think. <laughs> He's ew. He's a pedagogue. No, no. Pe- he likes little gogs. Pedagogue. <laughs> little tiny gogs. No. Are those cops? That's not how it works. <laughs> Pedagogue is like Greek for teacher. Gross. <laughs> little teacher? Come over here, you no, little teacher. No, maybe teach- teacher of little people. Uh, ew. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I don't know how the language works. <laughs> but I know for a fact that it's not pedophile. It has nothing to do with pedophile. So you know what, Jeremy? I think it's about time to go to the doctor's office. So, Dr. Jeremy, 
What do you have to talk about? Uh, games are cool. What kind of games? I like video games. Video games are pretty dope. Um, but I'm not one of those like, not knocking them. We did not, an episode on video games. We did. Yeah. We talked about games that influenced us. Yes, we did. Um, I'm, I don't hate on these like first person shooter games. I was definitely into it at one point. Yeah. Um, but I think historically for me, mm-hmm. it's been about story driven games. Last of Us? Never played it. That's a great story-driven game. I highly recommend it. Have you played the second part? No. We'll talk about it after you play the second part. What's wrong with it? I don't, I'm don't. i not going to spoil anything oh, for you. Okay. If well, you haven't seen it, then... I haven't. I never even It's like you it. spoiled Get Out. Remember when you spoiled Get Out, Jeremy? You remember when you spoiled it for me and everybody what, on our Patreon? Movie? That movie? On our Patreon episode? The movie? We were doing our Patreon episode. You were like, we're all going to talk about Get Out. I was like, well, don't. I haven't seen it yet. And you're like, well, it's been out for years. And I'm just going to say the exact ending of the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, they were. No, Jeremy, no! <laughs> that movie was out for a while. I have to cut though. that. I have to cut that. You realize that movie's that. been out forever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. We're not doing spoilers. Why? Why? Because I don't want to be. I don't want to be rude to anybody who hasn't seen the movie. Because it's I, it's an insane, I didn't get to fucking it's see like, the movie. It is an insane thing to be. It's like, oh hey, don't tell me the score of the game. I gotta go home. I recorded it for later. <laughs> don't tell me the score. I'm a VHS. I oh, ruined it. He told me they won by three. Ah shit! Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What? So what? You can still watch a movie and get enjoyment out of it. You can I, still watch. But something. I like to be surprised by the ending. But, but is there a surprise? It's it, just like if Michael it could be. If it could be. If, if, it's if always it's, been done. Before. Okay, Jeremy. If it's literally the difference between me saying to you, "Please don't spoil this fucking thing for me," and nothing else. Hey, guess what? I don't own a PS5. Never played. Me either. Uh, I don't own a PS5. I've never played God of War Ragnarok. But okay. I'll tell you what. I bet he kills some gods in that. Spoiler alert. He's going to fight Thor, <laughs> I bet, with a hammer, I think. Right? It's just, Wait, the new one? Yeah. I think, I think. yeah, probably Thor's in it. Yeah. No. Sh- right. It's not a spoiler. But I don't know how it goes. We all know how. I don't you know, know how, how it's it, going to go, do, Jeremy. Though. While it's happening, you're like, oh. You never watch something go like, holy shit, never saw that coming. You go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Everything I watch, I just go, oh, yeah, I see how that happened. Yep. (laughs) Yep, I've seen that in three other movies. That's three different movies combined. I've been on the mummy ride (laughs) at Universal. (laughs) I know story arcs when I see them. All right. Uh, Little Orphan Boy. All right, all right, Peter Pan. Uh, Fucking... uh, just start thinking of all the things and then you go oh and then his mom was murdered all right i saw this his mother mama and you put it all together there's no such thing as spoilers anymore dude i don't think so jeremy you just enjoy a thing or you don't i think there are are certain things i would be upset about being spoiled over and that was one movie in particular for me that I was like, I want to see did, this movie. If you wanted to see Get Out, you would have seen it. That was like I don't three have or four money, years. Jeremy, I, I to rent it. it. I spoiled it like years after it came out. That doesn't so? make any sense. That's like, oh, did you know that Biff Tannen actually had the sports almanac the whole time? <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. The movie came out in the fucking... Dude. <laughs> this fucking thing didn't come out last week, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, People I know, yes, but... The point is, 
if you cared enough to watch it, then you would have watched it. And if you haven't seen it by now, then what the fuck? What the fuck do you want? All right, Jeremy, <laughs> what kind of things do you like to nerd on? Like nerd all over. Nerd nerd in inside of. Um, my my guilty pleasure for sure is if there's nothing else and I just need background noise, I throw on Star Trek. Yeah. Mostly next generation. Sometimes I'll skip to my dog like watching Star Trek. She'll just <laughs> you sit your there. Dog? She'll just sit there and watch. And she'll bark whenever Worf gets on TV. She's really? Like, Klingon, ref. Like she hates Klingons. I don't know why. Oh, well, that's a shame. She just stares at it. She stereotypes them, dude. I like Star Trek. Um, I th- like we were talking about. You could be a football nerd. Yeah. I also like. There's one police procedural TV show that I've ever enjoyed watching. And that is Psych. Oh, I love Psych. Psych is awesome. Psych is great. Find the pineapple. Yeah, it's yes. Yeah, we have pi- that. We have a pineapple. <laughs> we have a pineapple yeah. in our show. Uh, if if no one's figured that out, then shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> insert, you haven't listened long insert enough. Insert pineapple. <laughs> insert Michael and Jeremy through your podcast pineapple. But that's but not it. I you love, have to understand that's not the pineapple. I love uh, Psych, and I can just throw on random episodes just to fall asleep to. Oh, sure. That's what I consider serious fandom. Do you enjoy the movies? Oh, yeah. Oh, they were great. Yeah, and I love Lasseter with his return after having the stroke and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very cool to yes. see. Uh, Timothy... It's not... I can't remember his last... It's Timothy something. But he had the stroke. Fucking... Dude, they brought him back into the movies and he acted and... and they played it off and they wrote it into the script. That's one of the coolest things is to integrate these things and into the script, the real life stuff that's happening. You know, like sometimes you'll get <laughs> the pregnant oh, girl. Omudson. 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 Timothy Omudson. Timothy Omudson. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Let me uh, let me go ahead and talk to you about a story, uh, a, a story, you know, a story that uh, has a beginning and an end, and I'm going to tell you the beginning of it right now. So all the best stories have a beginning and a middle. When I started playing D and D, I bought everything to do a podcast: the mixing board, the digital converter. The Is that mi- where all this stuff came from? The microphones. Uh, I, I made my party all by the same microphones and cables. We could plug them all into my mixing board, and we could record. And it was a pretty wonderful podcast. We didn't release it for a couple of different reasons. We started recording in 2008. 18. <laughs> I was about to say. I was 2018. Like, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> 18. So we started recording in 2018 this this podcast that we were going to do, which was a D&D podcast, and we never did. And we'll tell you why I didn't after this break. Me and Jeremy are here, and we want to tell you about Dungeon Studios and all the crazy shit that they're doing. Jeremy, do you want to hear about Dungeon Studios? You know, when I woke up this morning, I didn't know what I was going to do with my day and with my life, really. I had to contemplate it, and I was like, you know what? I've heard about this place, Dungeon Studios in Nevada, 
And I was just like, what are they doing? What are they up to? So why don't you enlighten me, Michael Riley? Okay, well, Dungeon Studios in general, and let's not put like a geographical marker on it. Nevada. That's not. It's not necessarily true, Jeremy. Streets, (laughs) Fremont Street. But but the point is, Dungeon Studios. They're making D and D modules, several of them. They've already made a bunch, and now they're on another Kickstarter. That Kickstarter. By the time this airs, will have ended. And what I can really relate to everybody is that not only did they hit their goal, they hit up to two other stretch goals after their original goal because people were so excited about what they were doing that they would give them their money. I'm excited and, just hearing about it. And that is multiple modules that you can play for D&D 5e and a cookbook for when you have a player... That's like dabbling with uh, meth. Yes, with meth potions and potions. <laughs> potions. They'll be able to take stuff and make crazy concoctions out of it, and that's awesome. The fact that we don't have a cookbook in general, like there's gonna be one now, and pe- that people can use, and it's gonna be like a game changer. So the modules that they're making are full storylines for you to enjoy. You know, in, I, in a, I heard they cartographied yeah. some monsters of the sea. Yes, and gave they them did. Stats. So one they of the things statistics. One of the things that they did was they took the the old school pirate maps that have all the crazy monsters the like drawn on the map. Yeah, exactly. And they gave them stats so that way you can fight them, and that's exciting and wonderful. So look out for Dungeon Studios. They're coming for you and your children. All right, back to past Michael and past Jeremy. Yep, so Dungeon Studios uh, helped us make our logo, which uh, is a dope-ass pirate, you know, type logo. Jeremy, uh, you know what? I think if we do a Patreon about you being a pirate. Do the actual story. That'd be a great Patreon. So we'll, you know, look for our Patreon for Jeremy's story about being a pirate in real life. Because that is a great story. Technically. (laughs) Still am. All right, Jeremy. So the reason that that podcast never made it to the world is because, unfortunately, one of my players had gotten pregnant again. And uh, she had a baby. And we allowed enough time for her to have the baby. <laughs> and uh, it Were was. you allowed enough time? It was already hard <laughs> enough for her to find a babysitter. Of course. For her current babies. And then she had a new babies. Yeah. And then that babies. Required motherly attention? It, well, <laughs> in general, like most babies do, they need, uh, you know. To be uh, baby attended to, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <Raised>? it was. <laughs> so it was difficult for us to resume based on that. So now we've gotten to the point where, you know, her new babies is you know able to be looked upon by like you know their Make her gran- character, their grandmother, Make and her things character. like that. Fuck it. <laughs> She's a baby sorcerer. Baby magic. Baby magic. Baby magic. (laughs) Shakes her rattle at it. But now we can. Do babies have rattles? And so we're considering starting this whole thing up again, Jeremy. 
and there may be a chance for people, maybe on our Patreon, to hear the campaign in, as it happens in its entirety. And so if we start recording again, I may start to release the beginning of that campaign in our Patreon. So that way people can hear all the crazy stuff that went on. But uh, anyway, what was that sound? Are you texting on your iPhone? What do you mean? Why do I hear an iPhone? <laughs> no one can afford that around here. <laughs> that's not what's happening. Uh, that's a fun. It's a fun joke because the game, the podcast that we're oh, stealing, you be texting. They they be using iPhones. They be texting in the background. Dude. So they're texting always. They're always so that texting. tracks. <laughs> Oh, okay. So what's another thing, Jeremy, in this podcast that we may have missed? I don't know. Hey, have I, you ever played a game? Do you like horror movies? I love horror movies. What's your favorite horror movie? Well, I don't actually claim I don't actually claim to be like an expert on No one expects you to be an expert, but on you horror do movies? like horror movies. Well, cuz there's people out there, dude. There's people out there they know every it's like uh, sports stats. Like they know every yeah, yeah, yeah. horror movie director, where they filmed, how they filmed. Like I liked how Sam Raimi did his stuff. I'm not unique in that, you know. Uh, Evil Dead was amazing. Yes, they they changed the game. They they drilled a camera to a two by four, threw it on their shoulders, and ran through. Th- they threw their camera through a window to film the breaking of a window. That's through awesome. A POV as yeah. the spirit flying around broke through the window. They, they threw a fucking camera through the window. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. That's I, dope. And then I like, I, I do like horror movies. I like a little bit of mystery. I like seeing that stuff. I, I can't, you know, I, I'm not big into like Scream or Halloween. Yeah. Or like Friday Texas night. Chainsaw Matt. I like, I like um, really old horror movies for the nostalgia's sake, the setting. You know, the acting, the makeup. Give me an example. Uh, I like the original Mummy. Ooh. Uh, I like... It's it's not a great movie right. to our standards today, right? Yeah. But j- just... You can feel they were doing something. They were For like, the oh, we're going to build... This is the... Look at how creepy it is. And it can be it can be really scary if you put yourself into that place. Yeah. And you understand that it's an old movie. Oh, and uh, I I love I love horror movies. Oh, me and my me and my wife will just lay there and watch like two three horror movies in a row and just hang out and talk about. Oh no! Don't don't go into that closet. <laughs> like <laughs> if it was me, I'd never go into that closet. She's like, bitch, bitch. She would never go in that closet. I would never be in that closet. I'd be out of the house already. <laughs> I'd like, be gone. It's, it's, like uh, we watched Barbarian. Have you seen Barbarian? No. It came out. It's it's this is old news. I it's not spoiling anything because it's been out at least a, a handful of months. I don't know. And it's long enough. Spoiler it, alert. If you were going to watch for it for Barbarian. If you were going to watch it then you would have watched it. And uh it's like we watch it and they're they're like, "Oh, I'm going to I'll stay the night." You're like, I would have just went back to my car and found a hotel. <laughs> like, well, the guy said that it was cool if she stayed. Like, we played devil's advocate while we talked to each other. Like, we we worked it out 
to figure out what was going on in their heads. It's like I, the whole thing could have been avoid, avoided <laughs> if she by just a conversation. If she just got back in her vehicle and drove another twenty minutes. Towns are like twenty minutes to an hour away from each other. She she had a full tank of gas. She was like she ran out of gas. Like she just was like, here I am at my B and B. Oh, someone else is at my Airbnb. I guess I'll just leave and find another. I'd rather sleep in my vehicle than share a uh, Airbnb with a stranger for a night. It's insane, and it all would have been avoided, dude. These I like watching these horror movies where it's just I don't know, like the woman was drowned in the well in 1862, and she's like haunting the house. It's just more of a fun experience than being scared anymore. When I was a child, I was terrified. Terrified of horror movies. All right, Jeremy. We're finally getting into the segment where I say, the things that I hate. There are things that I hate, Jeremy. I don't like them. And I'm going to tell you all about it right now. Are you ready? Enlighten me. I hate koala bears. Well, we know that one. I hate them. I hate robots who try to be horny. On the internet, and they're not humans. Horny robots. Horny robots. There's I hate them. With the horny robot, I joined. Hey, remember how we did the dating episode? I joined another dating app, and it's filled with more robots. Jeremy. No, dude. I have to stick up for robots. No. In this AI, I have to because on I, on on dating sites like to to fucking. If that's how the technology has to be born. Then I guess that's the path. But, but Jeremy, Jeremy, they're preying. They're preying upon like uh, very lonely Mike, and, Mike, the and robots, malleable Mike, the robots, human beings. Robots can't prey on anybody. They can if ro- that person no, thinks robots. that they're fucking humans. No, that's Jeremy. all the person. That's what? all the person. Look, when I watch a movie like Sylvester Stallone's uh, Judge Dredd, and I see the <laughs> life that they're living when they get in a taxi. And that taxi guy turns around. It's like a little animatronic. And he turns his head around. And he goes, where would you like to go, sir? And he tells him. And he's like, all right, on our way. And they, the little robot drives you from place to place. And like everything's kind of automated. Are you talking about Demolition Man? Well, it's there, too. That's also Sylvester Stallone. It's also a Demolition Man feature. is great. Yeah, it is. It is a good one. That is a great movie. But I like, I like that kind of world. It's a little bit cyberpunk which I kind of like the idea of the... Obviously, I live in a great time, and everything's awesome, and that would kind of suck to grow up in a cell of like high-rises in a smoggy town full of technology. That might be pretty shitty, actually. But I like it in a noir type of way, like a film noir type of way. It was Stallone and Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah, it's Stallone and Demolition Man. Yeah, and, and it's Stallone. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's also in uh, Judge Dredd. He's also Judge Dredd. Oh. And it's the same. Rob Schneider's in it. Rob Schneider. Yeah, he like, drives a cab, and it's like this big box. How do you use the seashells? Do you remember uh, in um, Fifth Element, the taxis and stuff? Everything was all blocked. Yeah. Like, blocky. Like vehicles and aircrafts and stuff. It was the same in Judge in Judge Dread, and I I like that idea of that that sci-fi dystopian city future. It's like New York on fucking 
crack. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's a cool setting for stuff. It's why I'm into a lot of sci-fi. Yeah. It's because I like that. I have a hot take on Firefly. Yeah, I we've, know. We've, we've talked about We've before. talked about Firefly before, yeah. And it's just, I think... The movie time heist. I think Serenity was better. I just think... I mean, the movie was great because they, they thought about it really hard. It was a great story by itself. But the fact is, their show died well before it should have. Oh, of course. I, I agree. I just think that it was, sh- for me, it was shot more as a uh, TV novella, like drama thing with like... The it's like cl- a space western, Jeremy. Well, no. It was like a space western. But it, but it wasn't... It was. No, but it was... It, with Nathan Fillion? It, it was like a space western. It, that's what it was supposed to be. And that's it, what it was. No, it turned out... You know what a TV novella is? Yes. It's the Spanish soap opera. Yes. Firefly was a sci-fi western soap opera. The whole thing was a soap opera. It was shot as a soap opera... And they, they, the characters do, they, uh, what's, what is it when, uh, like anime does it a lot when they, they talk about manga, when they talk about the story, hentai, exposition, hentai, there's a lot of hentai, there's, yes, I, (laughs) there's a lot of exposition that goes on in Firefly, right? They're like, well, yeah, we were on this planet and then we had to do this and then we did that. And then it's, that's what sets the story is them telling you what the story is. The exposition is very, Spanish soap opera, but uh, Serenity, okay. I think, because Ser- Serenity is what I saw Firefly. I was like, this is what it is, whatever. And I had friends that loved it, and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't like it, like how you like it. And then I saw Serenity, and then when I was much older, I re went, I went back to Firefly because I liked the movie yeah. so much. Right. Then I appreciated the show. Yeah. I don't think Firefly was bad. At all. I don't think it was a bad show. Just at the time that people were like, hey, watch it. I was like, <laughs> and then my stepsister took my identity. <laughs> and, and now I'm married to my, my, my husband's twin brother. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, I, it, I don't think that it is just in shot like that. Firefly at all. The camera like zoomed on their face and they're like, and I'm super sad because a sad thing happened. And they're like, Another sad, sad thing happened to me. Thing. And you can relate to it because of the, it's like where Star Trek went downhill, dude. They started doing the same thing. They're like, and this is why everything happened. And remember this from episode two, I said it now and it means something. And it's it, instead of just connecting. Hey the man, dots, we do callbacks. Well, callbacks are fine, but it's when you... Exposition is what drives me crazy. Anime used to be cool. Anime? Anime used to be cool. We're not talking about anime. No, but um, exposition is what I'm saying. This is a tool that they use. Are you changing the subject? No, it's a literary tool that they use in in writing these, right? So... These these animes went from like a story just happening to like the main character powering up, and then he's like holding his body and he's like flexing. You're talking about Dragon Ball Z. But all of them, dude. They all do it in some fashion or not. They're all they all got to power up or do something. <laughs> they're gonna power up. And so like they're sitting there and there's like tears in their face and they're like. When I was a young kid and my mom died and then this person came over and then they took over the place and then I became super strong and then this made me sad and now I'm a warrior. (laughs) And you're like, all right, so they just told the whole story of the last six seasons 
<laughs> they wrap the whole last six seasons into one sentence and they do it every episode. They're like, and then this happened last episode and then I did this and then I was strong and then I beat you and then you're back. <laughs> and they just keep... You're not going to beat you again! That exposition of repeating the story and telling the audience what's happening when they yeah. already know it's happening because they're, they're a fandom. They're already watching. Right. So they know it's happening, but they just have to keep telling you and reminding you what happened. <laughs> just drives me insane, dude. Oh man. It drives me insane. And that's why like uh, my wife loves anime and yeah. I get it because I like I'll pull up anime from the 90s and like play that. Like I like Ninja Scroll. Yeah. It's one of my like background movies I'll put in and it's just hand-drawn animation and the story just happens and it just goes and then here's the story, and then it same thing with Dragon Ball, man. Well, 90s? no, Dra- Dragon Ball did the exposition thing at the end and the beginning of every episode. They're like, last time on Dragon Ball Z, and then I was sad, and then I did this thing, and they're like, now on Dragon Ball Z, they're like, and then I'm still sad about this thing, and then at the end, they're like, next time on Dragon Ball Z, now I'm sad about this thing. <laughs> this thing. They just tell you what's happening in words. I'm working on this combo instead of you seeing a story play out a character tells you what's happening and how you should feel about it. Uh-huh. And that's the difference of storytelling that I, I... I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see exactly what you're saying. And Nerdum has done that. A lot of, like, Star Wars was one thing. It was a, it was a yes. space odyssey. And then it was like... And then this is going to happen. And then guess what? There's like no surprises. Like all and then the- it was his father. <laughs> well, that was cool. That was a cool <laughs> That was a cool thing. But it happened. And then they were like, like the new Star Wars, it's fine. Everything's fine because I like, I like media. I like entertainment. Even if I roll my eyes at it. I watched Steven Seagal movies yeah. for like four hours Yeah, last you were night. telling me about that. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I just started watching Steven Seagal. I, never just, saw I just a movie. did it nonstop. <laughs> I saw one movie with Steven Seagal in it, and then I was like, well, I'll watch two more. Just, <laughs> I just watched it because it, it was entertaining. You want to tell me if and they were the best mo- movie ever? I don't know. It was just, in, I watched it, and I was like, ha. They, they had scenes, Mike. They had scenes where like, he was he had he was like with a bad guy and he grabbed him and he threw him through a window and then the second his body hit the window and it shattered the movie did that clip 3 times you know what i mean it was like it was just him hitting the window him hitting the window him hitting the window and then he fell out the window and they did that multiple times throughout the movie he like punched somebody and it'd be like punch is obviously reused cuts of right. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I still really enjoyed watching the movie. So I don't know. I'm not saying things are good or bad, but they definitely, Nerdum has gotten its clutches. Well, Someone's grabbed their clutches into Nerdum and been like, we're going to rewrite. Well, Jeremy, I'm super sad to see the death of your Nerdum. I just, I wish I could see more, you know? I love my nerdum. I'm still way into it. I wish they could make Star Trek good again. The All right. Lost. All right, Jeremy. I just want to say thank you so much for all that you've brought on the nerd front. Um, we are Michael and Jeremy to your podcast. Always have been. And always will be. And this is one of many podcasts that we are stealing Against the will of the people that want their pod... They didn't like it. They really did not enjoy the fact that we stole their podcast. And they were you like, please don't steal it. it. 
And we were like, please, we will. Because we're and all so kind. listen to us on their podcast because they're just going to be like arguing about how they don't want us to steal their podcast. And then we answer a bunch of questions that they ask because we're trying to be polite and stuff. But uh, the point of the matter is that was all recon for this episode of from us what stealing their, odd pa- their the, podcast. From what I can understand is that Wizard of the Coast is no good. Yeah, Jer- <laughs> that's the one thing they did not enjoy. He said it was bad, so... Sure. Bad. And the stuff that they're doing is good. Always good. I mean, they like us. Yeah. Right? And you like us, too. So, we just want to thank you. We are on Pod M-J-S-Y-P-O-D. We are on the web. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a Patreon, forward slash Pod M-J-S-Y-P-O-D. Uh, thank you, Lydia Who Can't Breathe, because you are letting us use... Your song Sheep is our is our theme song. And I like that song. And Jeremy likes it and we like it too. And if you don't fucking change it, that's all we're saying. You can send us any music you want us to play. And, and we'll still play Lydia Can't Breathe. And, and so. then we'll ignore it <laughs> completely. <laughs> and then play Lydia Can't Breathe. <laughs> if you could make a remix of something, actually, you know what would be cool? Is if uh, you don't like the, th- let's say you don't like the theme song, right? Right. And you think you can do something to it? Why don't you take that same song and remix it in your yeah. own fashion? And then we'll send it to Lydia Can't Breathe and see if they like it. Yeah, they, they might Why like not? it. Also, you know, we have a song on our website at majizzypod.com, and you can download it. It was created by AI, and we want people to remix Listen, it. Listen, We're sounds, having a contest that goes on to the look, end of January. You have to, I think this is something we didn't make clear, and I've listened to it actually a few times. And you have to understand, this is like a sci-fi wavy noise sound that's happening. It's not really right. a song. You're getting like a yeah. It's like this. So it's well, there's the very, like there's like bass behind but it, but it's the very there's basic, like a bass line. Basic like sci-fi wavy sound. And if you can throw something on it and make it, listen to the AI episode. Just make it a make it. It'll a be thing. in the background of us talking about it the song but we love you guys thank you so much for tuning in and you know um fucking you guys are fucking awesome you're in michigan california virginia tennessee your guys are in a bunch of fucking states hawaii honolulu you know uh florida there's a bunch of people listening in florida so shout out to florida that's where we live thank you you guys are awesome um what other state jeremy um California. No, yes, we are. We're in uh, like six different cities in California. So thank you guys, California, for listening to the show. We very much appreciate you. Looks like you got something right. Um, <laughs> fucking listen to our show. So thank you. Tell your friends. Uh, we have a best of episode. Send them to that episode because it has a bunch of really cool like shit it. on it. I think that's one of the only episodes I like listened as soon as I put it on. <laughs> no, Jeremy, don't say the only episode of my own show that I listened no, to was the, the best only, of. It's the only one that I like clicked play on and then I just I never paused it. I just we have fun intros for a lot of our uh, shows, our You're episodes. A fun intro. Um, listen. Listen to our episodes. The best of is good for sharing if you are trying to give our podcast to someone else. But anyway, Jeremy, I love you. I love you too, buddy. Love you, dude.
And so I say hello. Turns out you have to be plugged in. Oh, I like the levels on that. That's great. Ah, how, do I, I, how do I sound? Do I sound pretty good? Talk better. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean talk better? See, that's that's what I want. That's that's good. What do perfect. you mean talk better? That's perfect. So I got to talk a little louder than normal. Well, I mean, like talk talk like normal. Oh, hey everybody. That's perfect. What's going on? I like it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of noises happening, and one of them uh, had to deal with the the drive that we're currently recording. I don't like ha- the fact that it's blinking so much. In all honesty, is it because they like to cut their? Uh, never mind. There's <laughs> a bail on that joke. Just gave up. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> when she got uh, pregnant, uh, oh my dog's jumping all over in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>